everybody. Welcome to a Christmas edition of the Mike Janella Show. It is my 35th podcast episode. Hopefully it won't be my last. And we have on the line one of my favorite guests of all time. Such a favorite, in fact, that she is now back as part of the Two-Timers Club, a very rare and exclusive club. Uh, there's no plaque or membership card or anything, but Katie Linendahl, thanks for coming back on the show. What's going on? Yay! What an honor to be back. Thank you. Oh, it is my pleasure. And before we actually kind of get started with the show, I do have to let anyone know who doesn't know Katie or about her, how nice of a person she is, because I was thinking, you know what, it's Christmas week. I was traveling back from the West Coast to visit family. I wasn't going to do a Christmas podcast, going to take the week off, and then I figured you know what, but maybe I should. Let me reach out to Katie, like super last minute, who's the busiest person in the world this time of year. And you were down like right away. You said, yes, of course, tell me when. And you were just so nice to make this Janella, happen. you're in the circle of trust. So thanks. Oh. Anything for you. I appreciate you that. It. That means a lot to me. But it's the holidays, you know? It is the season of giving, right? <laughs> like you, you, you got to do, you gotta, I was watching Love Actually on the plane ride over because I watch it every time uh, this time of year. And uh, yeah, just get you in the mood to be giving. So I, I thank you for reciprocating. Absolutely. All right. So I, if anyone, and we've had Katie on before, like I mentioned. Uh, so if anybody wants to know, usually I talk to people on this show about kind of how they got to where they are in life and experiences and uh, their backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. We've done that already. So make sure to go to uh, MikeJanella.com and I'll have a link there to Katie's first episode. Or you can just be a, a jewel and download and subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Google Play and find out about Katie and her life and all that she's up to there. But what I want to talk to you about this time, Katie, because it is Christmas season, it is holiday season, is this holiday gift guide that you've been putting together and how that comes to be. But... Before we get to any of that, I've added a couple of wrinkles to the show since the last time we've been on. Doesn't that sound exciting? Yeah. So the first wrinkle is I start every show now. I ask the, the guests, what's the best thing, because I love starting off on a good foot, what's the best thing that's happened to you in the last week? Oh, my goodness. I, I love these kind of questions because these aren't like the like typical ones that you would receive. <sighs> wow, that's, that's loaded. That's a loaded question. Can I think about it and then we can come back to it at the end? Uh, sure. Because there's you... lots of blessings that I've had in the last week. <laughs> That's It'd be good. hard to narrow it down. That's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. Um, all right. And, and by the way, if anything just pops up in your head before okay. the end of the episode, just... Oh, oh I'm, I'm just going to go. I got one already. Uh, all right. Throw it on me. Okay. So, like, that took a whole lot of time. Like, I was supposed to... <laughs> I, I, I could have bought more time, but I didn't. I got the opportunity to interview Shigeru Miyamoto, who is the creator of Super Mario, Zelda... Pikmin, you name it. He is a Nintendo legend and video game producer, designer, just extraordinaire and icon in the gaming world. And we did a special event at the Apple Store because, as you know, if you love gaming or you love, I mean, anything technology related, you probably heard that Super Mario Run just came to the iOS platform. Yep. So I got to interview him and he rarely does interviews. So it was so cool to be able to sit down with him and um, Bill Trinan, who also works as a big executive at Nintendo. He had, uh, uh, he actually was translating for me and we did this small, very intimate gathering at an Apple store in Nintendo, in the, here in New York. And it was just awesome. It was really epic. And it got so, I was so excited and like trying to keep, cause you know, even though I've interviewed like thousands of people from CEOs to astronauts to celebrities, 
there was something very magical about him. And I kind of got a little giddy. And then I like at one point I awkwardly hugged him because <laughs> <laughs> he gave me like after this event and after like, you know, meeting up throughout the week and just getting to know each other, he gave me this limited edition, um, shirt that was like, by the way, going viral on Reddit. People were trying to uh, kind of uh, translate it and see what, what the significance was behind it because he was wearing it on Jimmy Fallon the night before. And I just like was so overwhelmed by the generosity and just the, the kid at heart that he was and how not jaded he was that I, it, it was just, I, I hugged him and it was weird and it was funny, but it was amazing. So <laughs> that's, that's, awesome. the, that's so and cool. my friend who you actually know, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods, who is a WWE superstar. Well, He's a big I, gamer. I don't know him personally. I know who like, he is. Well, you have um, to come hang out with us sometime. Oh, he would love you. Katie, that would be the best Christmas present ever. Don't tease me. But yeah, Xavier uh, Woods was there. That was awesome. He was there. Well, he loves gaming. So I'm like, dude, you want to come in for this? And he he's so busy. And he's like, he flew in specially for it. And he and I both had our own moments where we like jumped the shark with Miyamoto. Like he <laughs> not only showed him his like Zelda Triforce tattoo. And, and again, this is a WWE superstar that... Even if you don't watch wrestling, he's like at the top of his game. Everywhere he goes, he gets mobbed. And he just, it's fun to see people geek out with other, you know, people that inspire them. So he's showing him his Zelda tattoo. And then he like jumped the shark when he showed him his uh, Zelda wedding band. And Miyamoto was like, oh, okay, like. Yeah, now so it's crossed the line a little bit. <laughs> so it was just like totally dropped like a lead balloon. I watched him bomb and then he watched me awkwardly hug bomb. So it was oh, like, that's great. it was just a fun, that was a long answer to a, a, a good question. Oh, that's awesome. And by the way, I'll let you plug stuff at the end, but just, every, you know, Google Katie Linnendahl. She has her website and that you'll be able to find uh, that interview because I saw it as well. And it, I, I'm not as big of a video game geek, but I can appreciate what you were going through uh, for that. So well, uh, it's an awesome final part. Well, to me, the timeline of, of, of just a man that has created from 8-bit to Nintendo 3DS to Wii to now coming onto the smartphone platform, just that ability to be able to envision the future and then execute it, there is something fascinating happening there. And I, I think that was so profound, whether you are a gamer or not. Yeah, and no, that's a great way to put it, too. It's sort of that added extra layer of getting to know someone for their genius beyond just, oh, you make cool games. Like, it is that extra 30, 40 years of evolution, really, in, in tech. So, uh, good answer. That was a very good, uh, a good one in the last It's a long-winded one, but... <laughs> that's good, though. That creates content. Um, all right, Katie, so let's get to this, uh, this gift guide, which people can find at katie.gifts. And obviously, it has a very uh, sort of tech-slanted element because that's your, your bread and butter. But there's so much stuff on here. Like, if you can't find a gift on this gift guide for someone in your life... Then You're an you, idiot. Yes, you, you failed. It's, it's your fault. <laughs> um, and I got to give you props, first of all, because you see a lot of these gift guides this time of year. But they're usually like a team effort or, you know, a magazine puts them out or a whole website. This is basically you all by yourself. And it's got to be the most exhaustive thing I've ever seen from one person. So... How do you do it? How do you make it? What's the process? I mean, this has to be some backbreaking work for you. Thank you for saying that because it is so much work and I feel like I'm a one person, half robot, half robot, half human. And putting this together, it's again, the gift guide is on katie.gifts and it takes me about a full year because cumulatively I have to go through and test every single one of these gadgets and I have to make sure that they work. If I'm going to put my name on something, it damn well better be amazing. And so what I've done is every single year, it became such a hit the first year I did it. And people are always asking me like, oh, what's a good gift for my kid? What's a good gift for uh, my girlfriend or my boyfriend? So I've actually put this guide together that is categorized by gadgets and geeking glam, kids, uh, decorations, outdoors. 
And literally, I mean, there are hundreds of gadgets that I have hand-selected and tested and really put through the ringer to be able to suggest as presents. And they range in prices too, everything from $15 to $50 to the more expensive stuff and very unique. Like I pride myself on finding very odd and very unique, but also practical gifts. So of course you're going to find the things on there, like the Apple watch, the Apple TV, but at the same time, you're also going to find things like a USB balloon lamp that changes color or an R2D2 coffee press, like everything you could imagine. And for every kind of person out there, I have put something, there'll be something that'll sp uh, spark your interest for sure. How, how big is this list? Because I, I tried just scrolling through every single one. And by the way, speaking of wrestling, I saw your tweet <laughs> yesterday about when the lights go out anywhere, you think The Undertaker's coming through, uh, which is a great tweet. Now, whenever oh, I hear someone say the list, I think of Chris Jericho, obviously. Like, uh, <laughs> he just made the list. Um, so how many things, how many total things are there? Do you even know the exact number? I don't know the number because I keep adding to it. So every day, my very patient... Uh, web designer who actually helps me on the back end because I'm one human being, he like, well, I'm like, here, add this new batch, add this new batch. And I constantly am adding and finding new stuff that I'm testing. So it's, it's kind of an ongoing process. So you do have at least one elf to help you out in this process oh uh, in the back end. The I have designer. amazing designers. Like I'm not a designer. I have amazing cartoonists and illustrators and people on the back end, people that help with my SEO and SEM, which is nerd stuff for like, you know, helping in, in, uh, search engine optimization, which helps you in, you know, when you're searching in Google or um, Bing. So I have people on the back end that absolutely, I think it's imperative to have if you really want to get that next level. Yeah, no, you have to. I'm, I'm, I, I get it. Uh, so you mentioned a couple things that already answered questions I was going to ask. So <laughs> the amount of time that it takes you to do this, it's kind of a yearly thing. So once even after this Christmas is over or this New Year's is over, you're already thinking of stuff for next year, I imagine. Is the testing process the same way too? Or do you wait until like, all right, here's October. Now it's time to get all these boxes I have in my apartment and start actually testing out this stuff. How does that part of it work? Oh my gosh. My mom had to literally fly in last week because I was going postal because I had so many boxes in my apartment. I mean, total first world problem. Again, very blessed to have the opportunity to be able to test all these gadgets, but it was getting so absurd. Like after a seven foot Ferris wheel showed up at my door, I was like, <laughs> I quit. I quit. Like I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so I, I, I'm crazy. constantly purging and donating. And like, I'm the last person in the world that needs anything. Um, but yes, it is an ongoing process. And I think the really cool part about it is, so for every segment that I do on Today's Show, which is pretty much one of my biggest outlets, uh, you know, I do a lot of Fox News, Popular Science, uh, Today's Show, Weather Channel, HLN. Today's Show is um, one of the coolest because I get to, I, I submit about, I gosh, anywhere from a, up to 100 gadgets for a segment that I'm doing, and then we'll narrow it down to five, five to eight. So there's so many gadgets in there that I get to test that don't make the cut. And that's where I get to say, oh my gosh, I loved it. But maybe, you know, the producer didn't love it. So I can actually throw it into something like my gift guide. So yeah, it is a year round process, but it kind of all works itself out. By the time I hit December, I've done so many t gadget tests throughout the year that I know what's the best. That's all. And if you do follow Katie on social media, you'll see every once in a while just a picture of like, oh, these seven boxes arrived at my door today. <laughs> um, so for me, it's, uh, it, it definitely, it's, a, it's worth a laugh to see you having to wade through all this stuff and test it all out. And it is good to hear that you do actually test everything, that you don't just uh, oh, go off goodness. of you know, word of mouth or something and throw it in because that's, I think, what takes something like this to the next level is your actual personal experience with it and having that be the determining factor in if something makes your cut. 
Well, that's integrity too. You know, you can't go on the Today Show where millions of people are watching and tout a product that someone's going to potentially buy. And then P.S., if it doesn't work great, who are they going to blame? That's your fault. Yep. So I am so obsessed. Like, you know, I grew up very blue collar in Erie, PA. And when you had like a 64 a box of crayons with a built-in sharpener, that was like exciting. So <laughs> I, if I'm going to tell somebody to buy a $200 piece of technology, you bet it's going to work and it's going to work great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, so we, I saw on your site too, so you have the, the mega list, which continues to add and grow every day. But you also very conveniently have a little badge on there. And again, katie.gifts, where you have your sort of your top 40 picks across multiple categories in a little downloadable PDF, which is a nice uh, shopping guide, I guess, for the people who may be a bit overwhelmed. Now, that's not ranked. You didn't list them like 40 through 1. But would you or could you, like, what are your top three, no budget considerations, what are, like, the the top three things that you absolutely love the most out of your gift guide this year? See, Janelle, that's why you're awesome, because you even found the downloadable PDF gift guide. What's a podcast without the a, research before it, you, you know? are on point, per the usual. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah. don't skirt the question here. What are, the, what are your oh, big no, no. three top things? Top three. So I will personally tell you what I've bought the most of this holiday season is, and I'll, I'll, let's go high level because this is kind of more on the expensive end and then I'll go to the low end. Um, Apple Watch and Apple TV, hands down, I've gifted the most to, to my really amazing colleagues that have like busted butt all year. Uh, good luck trying to find the Apple Watch uh, Series 2. It's like sold out absolutely everywhere. However, I think that to me is one of the most practical options because the the Apple Watch if you're not familiar with it at all, I think it's kind of like the iPad in the sense that everybody has its own their own reason why they like it. I personally love it for tracking my fitness. So I am challenging myself every single day to get that my X amount of activity in and X amount of calories burned and X amount of steps. So I think anybody can benefit from that. And then like I have two older sisters that we're all connected on our Apple Watches. And we see like we get competitive because we see where each person is at. Nice. So I love that as a very practical gadget. I actually think, you know, as I said, they're really hard to find in store right now, a Series 2. There's a Series 1 and a Series 2 out. You can save $100 and get the Series uh, 1, and the only thing it's not going to be is waterproof, which I don't think you really need. And there's a little bit better of a GPS system in the Series 2, but I think you can really get away with saving some money and getting Series 1 if that is something you're interested in. All right, so those, those are two. I asked for one more, so you got the Apple Watch and the okay, Apple TV. Okay, let me give you the lower-end one, too. Okay. Uh, Pixel Pals have been one of my favorites. Pixel Pals are these $15 iconic light-up little figurines. So right now they came out with a first edition. They're brand new to the market. They are 8-bit characters. There's Mario, uh, Mega Man, and also Vault Boy, Fallout 4, um, all available. And they it's been a really interesting with my guy friends. I always like to see what they like. In terms of like a stocking stuffer or a little gadget gift, to have this little iconic character be able to switch on and off and light up an 8-bit pixel art is really cool. Nice. I like it. And they, like you said, it's very much a good contrast uh, to the higher end stuff, um, which is great because you always got to keep in mind, you know, the 20 buck and under crowd because that's a lot of stocking stuffers, whatever. That's very important this time of year, too. So you got something Absolutely. for everybody. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's shift gears a little bit then because we've talked about it. And again, the gift guide, katie.gifts. You can check it out. Uh, if you haven't done your holiday shopping yet, as of the time you're listening to this this week, uh, clock's ticking. So get working on hustle. it. Uh, hustle. Yeah, hustle hard. Um, how was the rest of your 2016? I mean, when we talked last uh, on the air, uh, it was a little over a year ago. So what else have you been up to uh, oh gosh, this year? You've been up to a lot. Yeah. It feels like that was just yesterday. Yeah, no, it's been incredibly busy. I am constantly on the hunt for, 
you know, just not only as you can hear testing all the new technologies, just but my on-air world is just is is slammed from you know Today Show to The View to uh, Weather Channel and Headline News. So every day is very different. But then also it's very important for me as a true and th- through and through techie. You know, my background is in IT. I also work. Um, probably an interesting note, you know, I work in with a company that does a sleep gadget that is fascinating. It's some of the top scientists and doctors I've ever met in my lifetime. And I became fascinated with the technology that they developed. They work out of a lab in Colorado and they create this sleep gadget. It's called Sleep Shepherd Blue. And what's neat about it is, you know, there's 70 million Americans that actually suffer from chronic sleep issues. And I think we all have a friend or family member that has issues with sleep. Mm -hmm. And there's all these different buckets you can fall into, whether it's insomnia, whether it's just tossing and turning. It's, It's a problem. And I think we've all, too, been there at some point in our lives. So I became fascinated with this technology and the science that this company was doing out in Colorado that I actually started working with them. And my point in all this is like, it's really important for me as a, as a technologist to stay hands-on and to be, to be behind the scenes and to get on, on top of trend and, and and really understand the latest in technology and, and be on top of things. Um, so we started working on this sleep gadget they created called Sleep Separate Blue, as I noted, and they raised over a million dollars on Kickstarter. And it's already available in retail. I had the chance to blitz it out to a lot of media outlets from um, Weather Channel to HLN to um, local news here in New York, uh, Fox and Friends. And I've been able to share, you know, hey, here's this gadget, this comfortable headband that you can actually wear. And it helps you fall asleep using binaural tones. So it's drug free. You're not, you know, pumping anything into your system. It helps you fall asleep with tones, but then in real time, it helps you track and analyze with an app uh, how you are sleeping and help you fall asleep better. So incredible technologies, how far we've come today. Imagine being able to look at your smartphone and see where you've tossed and turned and also wake up at the point that it feels good for your body to wake up. So all of this done in a little headband that it amazes me how far we've come in technology, but something that I'm very behind right now working in that lab. And then I also work with a um, VR content creating lab. And I've been in in short, I know that was kind of a long-winded uh, answer to the Sleep Shepherd, but I also work with this VR uh, company that creates point of view virtual reality content. And what's been neat about that is um, I work on a foundation, a pediatric cancer foundation called the Bat Cole Foundation. And I've been doing that for six years. And it's been very uh, a big passion piece for me. And when I saw the kids in the hospital, you know, many years ago and still seeing them today, the hours that they wait for treatment in both chemo and radiation, when I first got my hands on virtual reality and felt the escape and the immersion to a whole other world, I knew that that was going to be like next level for uh, an environment of this nature. So now I've been implementing VR in a lot of the pediatric cancer hospitals around the country when the kids are waiting and they don't have anything to do. And it's like, you know, they're in the worst possible scenario you could think of. So between virtual reality and the sleep technologies, those are two things that I'm incredibly passionate about and just amazed by in the realm of how far we've come in tech. That's awesome. Well, A, we all have to sleep. So obviously to to the first part of that question, (laughs) that's amazing to hear. And B, yeah, with VR, everyone always thinks about the, I mean, you see like these Samsung gear commercials and it's, you know, families at Christmas or, you know, kids in the street, but you don't think of an application like that where literally someone wants to be mentally transported from somewhere real crappy to somewhere really cool. So that's, that's awesome to hear. I I like that. It's very, the VR you have to see to believe like a lot. I know it's a big trend this holiday season, but still, I think the average person and the average consumer is going in and saying, what the heck is that? Like you have to put on a VR headset to really experience like being under the night sky, being underwater, being at a show. And 
yes, you can have great VR experiences in the world of gaming, or you can go to a concert. But I think, you know, just like you're saying, taking it outside the scope and thinking outside the box, hey, could I go into real estate and like search 10 apartments in New York City without, as opposed to two in a day using a VR headset? Could I take this to physical therapy or pediatric cancer um, centers? Absolutely. Let's get creative with it. And after you experience that headset and why everybody's like, whoa, VR, 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 you totally get it. 2017, that may be the big thing. Uh, if mm-hmm. I could, from all my apartment hunting in my life, if I could have just not left my bedroom and done it on a headset, oh, what I would have done to sign up for that, <laughs> looking back in retrospect. Isn't that the worst? Oh, like terrible. apartment searching in New York, it's like, it is. it needs to be like documented. Like you need to just seriously... you go to this like apartment and you're spending a fortune and they're like, we have amazing outdoor space. I'm like, that's a fire escape, dude. That is not outdoor space. (laughs) You can grow at least one Chia pet. uh, What the heck? It's like the worst. They're like a giant leak. They're like, well, we'll we'll fix that. No, you won't. No, you won't. And especially when you have seven foot Ferris wheels coming to your front door, it it becomes even more of a, of a crazy (laughs) life to live. Um, All right, Katie, uh, we don't have too much time with you left. So I want to make sure to get to a couple more things I wanted to chat about. Um, one of my other new wrinkles that I do on the show now, I turn the tables. I let the guest ask me a question if they like uh, here in the part of the show. So if there's anything you want to know about me, now's your chance, Miss Linnendahl, to fire away. Well, I was actually fascinated with – so I had a chance to check out, as you know, a few of your online clips. You do amazing work. And I'm curious to know if you're going to stay in the world of sports or if you're going to expand your palate. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, no, definitely expansion is on the docket. I mean, sports has been my background. You kind of mentioned how you come from sort of an IT and a tech background. Sports has certainly uh, been my bread and butter professionally, even since I was a kid. Um, but much like you and expanding uh, your world, uh, I mean, I, I love everything. I love talking to you about tech. I love talking about movies, uh, food. I mean, anything and everything. Uh, I stay away from the hard news and the politics and all that kind of stuff because it's just not my jam. But it's because you're um, smart, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, certainly, uh, yeah. Whatever 2017 has in mind, um, I mean, I'm open to whatever. Because as you and I, we talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. I think uh, you kind of realize, and I think the same for you, that you know, if you, we have a world full of interests. So I'm, I'm definitely totally. excited to do anything beyond uh, just sports. Uh, if you want to start a talk show or something with me, let's do it. Let's make 2017 our year. We'll make something happen. That sounds fabulous. Oh. I got more questions though for you. What did you find the biggest <laughs> difference between going from New York to San Diego was? Because those are two very different worlds. Extremely. Uh, it's, you're the first person to take advantage of this rule to ask more than one question, by the way. So congratulations. Sorry, I, I get to ask as many as I want. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the price for doing this podcast, because you're certainly not being uh, compensated any other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun. Even, even New York to like LA, San Diego is still even Ugh. a huge difference from that. Um, well, for me, I just found it uh, like San Diego much more just like, like chill, like everyone's happy and content. And why wouldn't you be? The weather's perfect and you're by the beach every day and the food's great and the beer's great and all that kind of stuff. Whereas in New York, everyone's kind of always, for better or worse, like hustling onto the next thing. Like you're never which, But what of those enough, styles which, works for you? Because more, I find that I'm more New York. Yeah, 100%. I found that too. And having, you know, grown up right outside the city here and then having lived in it for so long, it's definitely, you know, for the people that are listening back in San Diego, I think they they know this because I've talked about it when I was, you know, on the air back there. There are some times where it's just like, 
all right, I want to get moving. Like, let's make this next thing happen or whatever. And everyone there is just a little bit more, you know, content and relaxed and like things will happen when they happen. Um, and not to make it sound like people are there just laying in hammocks all day or anything like sure. that. Um, but yeah, I think definitely, you know, the cliche when everyone talks about New York is, oh, the energy, the city has an energy that you just don't get anywhere else. But I think there's something to that. So I think that's definitely the biggest difference and was, uh, was definitely for me the biggest adjustment uh, going out, out West for sure. What is your one Christmas wish list item? Oh man. That's my last question. Sorry. Yeah. I get one more, three, well, three questions for me. Well, it's tough for me because I am still in San Diego for the time being. So anything like physical that I would get here, I'm back in New Jersey with my family. Like I either have to leave it here and come back forward or it has to fit in my suitcase or get it shipped or whatever. So it could be a little bit of a logistic nightmare. So my thing, this is the year of experiences for me. So I'm trying to do a whole <laughs> bunch of new stuff. So I was telling my parents, they have a bunch of, uh, like not Groupons, whatever, but sort of little city passes for stuff out there where you can get like Universal Studios and Disney and SeaWorld Ooh. like on, on a discount pack where you can get all three of them and do that kind of stuff. So that's what I want. That's what I've been asking for so that when I get back to California and I have some free time now, I can go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and then go to Disney and like do all this different stuff. So that way I have uh, these treasured memories of my West Coast time. So that's kind of top of the list See, this year. That's the way to get smart Groupons. I have like girlfriends that get like laser hair treatment or dental treatment <laughs> with like a Groupon. I'm like, no, I'm playing full price with a bonus. Like I'm not trying to get a coupon for something that's very intimate and personal. Like that's a bad idea. I also, I will say too, under the category activities with Groupon, I once bought a fly your own helicopter with a friend thing on Groupon. And I never went because I was like, again, coupons, I want to pay full price for that. Yeah. If if not with a bonus on top, like you say, yeah. yeah, They're going to give me the the, like half-assed kind of pilot because it was like a coupon. Uh Uh-uh. Right. Same thing like skydiving, bungee jumping. I'm paying full price, making sure that all the equipment is up to par and standard. Yeah. No no coupons. I'm going to refurb parachute here for you. No, dude. (laughs) A game. Here's some gold coins. A game worn, game used parachute. Oh, that's great stuff. Um, All right, Katie. Well, thanks for turning the tables. And now we head to the finish of the show. This we did with you last time. Uh, It's the fun five. It's five quick, fun questions designed for you and you alone. So I've got five new ones. We'll roll through them quickly, and then we'll let you get back to your uh, your Christmas workshop uh, to work hard. Um, Brilliant. Number one, at any point in your life, we're going all the way back here. What's the best Christmas gift or holiday gift? If it was an office party, whatever. What's the best gift you ever received? Oh wow! I mean, I would have to give it. To my, my my parents have so, been so good to me since I was little. I think the Game Boy printer might be in there. I'll say that as my one, but then as my two, a really interesting, unique gift somebody got me one time. This is kind of different. Um, it was a, it's called Trey Olive, T-R-E Olive.com. And you can actually get, adopt your own olive tree in Italy. Mm. And then you get your own little plaque. And then the best part about it is who doesn't love olive oil? You get all the olive oil that the tree produces in the year. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. And like, I think like now as we get older, you want something more practical. You don't have a lot of space. That was like one of the awesomest gifts. And it was so cool. And I was so practical that I actually put it on today's show in one of my roundups. And the the company just just saw floods of just of um, purchases and rightfully so. And I actually just the other day I I made that purchase for somebody else. So I constantly am gifting people with that one as well. So Trey Olive Adopt an Olive Tree was probably one of the most unique gifts. Awesome. I never heard of that. So that's, that's a cool one. Um, how about, uh, let's go back to tech real quick. Uh, question number two, and this doesn't have to be a gift. It could be something you bought for yourself. And I'm not saying the, the best or your favorite, but the 
the piece of tech you loved the most, whether it's because the time in your life when you got it or it was a revolutionary new thing you never had. Like for me, the original iPod when I got it blew my mind. And I love that thing more than I think I've loved any other piece of technology in my life. So what's the piece of tech Mm. in your life that you've loved the most at the time of when you got it? You know, right now, I guess I'll stay current and say that I'm loving um, Apple AirPods because I'm a big fitness person, as you probably heard me say earlier, would love my Apple Watch, but I like that I actually found earbuds that won't fall out. And I have like smaller ears too, like everything falls out, like it just doesn't work. Those have actually been really good staying in for my long runs. I, I like it. I love it a lot. I have a, such a hard yeah. time finding uh, head, headphones and earbuds for working out. So maybe I'll take your word on that and treat myself uh, this season. Yeah. Um, big Star Wars fan. Have you seen Rogue One yet? Question number three. Oh my gosh. I was supposed to, but <laughs> in my spare time, <laughs> I will find it. And it's like almost embarrassing to people who are like, so would you think that I'm like, I haven't seen it yet. All right. Like so it's not... almost like embarrassing to my nerd cred. Uh, I'm not going to ask you your thoughts on it then and no spoilers. Don't ruin anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think you'll enjoy it though. I had a blast at it. I loved it. Um, question number four, maybe we've already mentioned him on the podcast today. But uh, you're obviously also a big wrestling fan, as am I. Who's your favorite WWE wrestler right now? Uh, TJ Perkins. Oh, nice. Going cruiserweights. Yeah. I like it. I like it. his style. And he's like, you know, he's got the whole video game thing, theme. His, yeah, his, I, I dig it. His intro music is amazing. I love it. He's got to stop dabbing, though. That's my only recommendation <laughs> for him. because that's. You know, every time he dabs, I'm like, I'm not sure. It's, I'm not sure you got everything working for you, but yeah. it's just like, it's just, Drop it. Not... It's so 2015. Drop it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Nice. Uh, so TJP with some Katie Linendahl love. And then last question for you, Katie, the fifth question of the fun five and our last one for you today. We've talked a lot about 2016 and the year in the past. Looking ahead, what's going to be your biggest New Year's resolution for 2017? Ooh, I usually do goals for myself. We'll take that um, too. Yeah. So I already have, um, I have to tweak like three goals. Um, one, I have to get better at my sign language Two, um, better on piano and three better on guitar. So like I have to be proficient, like Mozart style by the end of 2017. Mozart style for piano, you know, only Mozart ever got to that level. So you're certainly setting your bar (laughs) pretty high, but I'm not talking about like, you know, like some basic fundamental, I'm like, it better be on point by the end of 2017. Those three That's awesome. Very ambitious. All right, Katie. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, As I mentioned before, you are super, super busy this time of year. So I thank you for taking the time. And the door is always open. It's an open invitation for you. It's always a lot of fun. Oh, thank you so much. I enjoy it. Now, pleasure's mine. And just remind the people where they can find you and everything about you. Absolutely. You can find me at on social at Katie Linendahl, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all those fun stuff. And on Pinterest too. And of course you can follow me at www.katielinendahl.com and www.katie.gifts. Awesome stuff. And you can go to mikejanella.com to listen to Katie's episode from last year where we talk even more about her background and her history and all that fun stuff and hear all the other episodes of the show plus some info on the great outro music that you're hearing right now. Make sure to subscribe, like, download, do all that fun stuff. And most of all, have an awesome holiday season. For those of you who celebrate, Merry Christmas and hopefully you get something off of Katie's gift list uh, for yeah. under your tree or in the stocking this year. Katie, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll try and do better next time. See ya.